Well, hello, and welcome to the Fisher Poetry Podcast, a showcase of prose, poetry, and song written and performed by those in the commercial fishing community. Mostly. I'm your host, Brad. Thanks for joining us today. Today's episode is from the 2023 Fisher Poetry Gathering in Astoria, Oregon. You'll be hearing from Fisher poet Megan Jervis of Homer, Alaska. This set was recorded at the 1015 Theater on Saturday, February 25th, 2023. So, without further ado, here's the show. Got another a, a person coming up here. Uh, I'm happy to... Uh, introduce, met her this evening, uh, all the way from here, from Homer, Megan Gervais. And as I said, makes her home in Homer in the winter. Uh, in summer, she skippers Bristol Bay, drift boat fisherman. Let's welcome Megan. For the warm introduction, Megan Gervais. Um, I'm a greenhorn here at the Fisher Poets. Um, I read last night, but um, I was thinking today about my first year running my boat, and before I went fishing for the first time for months, I just worried about the first time, not that I would make a set, but the first time I would tie up at a tender. I just was terrified, because uh, I'd never had before, I'd just been a deckhand before, and the person I had fished with um, never let me drive the boat except, you know, f like out in the open. So I just, I knew I was going to like crunch, I call it munch crunch, where like the sound of fiberglass on metal is a really sad sound. Um, anyway, so that was, that's what I worried about before um, my first year fishing, and and that first tender tie-up actually worked out okay, and there were subsequent munch crunches that happened, but not on that first one. And um, last night I read the things, and it all worked out okay. There, there wasn't a munch crunch, um, but I'm just inspired to be here around all of these amazing poets and musicians, and um, hopefully some of it will rub off on me. Um. <laughs> All right. Um, this is a, a poem about all the things that um, get broken on boats and that we have to fix. Backlash on opening set, the sickening ripping of web made a whale-size hole in the net. We can fix it. Stretch it over the back deck, corks hooked over the port cleat, lead line looped over the fair lead, trim the flap, Koozie it up. Won't be perfect, just good enough. It'll fish. Often the fix is easy, just a loose electrical connection or fuel. Change the raycore and the engine roars back to life. For the leaky hydraulic hose, we have a spare. Look under the port side bunk. For the toughest bolt to break free, try two drops of penetrating oil and a cheater bar on the biggest wrench mallet coercion, and put the heat to it. Work smarter, not harder. Add a few choice words and some blood from your knuckles. For non-moving parts, don't underestimate the value of marine adhesive. 
well chosen and carefully applied to make it as good as new. No, it's better than new. It's custom <laughs> and it'll fish. It is perhaps 10 times more work to fix anything on anchor than in the yard and 50 times harder to fix it when it's blowing west 25 and the bilge ate your 3 8 wrench and you're days away from parts and you haven't slept more than two and 24 in who knows how long. But some repairs cannot be anticipated. The components concealed within their dark steel housings and even if we ply them with the proper lubricant at regular intervals, they occasionally give up at inconvenient moments like the shorn spline shaft on the hydraulic pump that quit mid-set during the peak of the run while we were drifting toward the breakers with a heavy net. That was an expensive one, not just in parts, but missed fishing. Some fixes require eight hours on the phone, standing in the rigging, troubleshooting, and ordering parts while in sideways rain, the signal keeps dropping. Sorry, deckhands scan the tender lines to see what we aren't delivering. The next plane is when? Some things are beyond repair. Electronics eaten by salt water, that black pipe fitting on the bronze washdown pump just crumbled in my hand. That did teach a lesson about galvanic corrosion and dissimilar metals. Combinations destined for dysfunction. Won't repeat that mistake. I am held together by splash zone, zip ties, black tape, hose clamps, the spare scrap of busted buoy, and hanging twine hitched back upon itself over and over again for strength. And a bit of 4200 thrown in for good measure. Not the prettiest fix, but functional. Every repair tells the story of itself. A knot correctly tied can fix many things and can, for a time, even hold together the broken parts of broken hearts. The better fix takes a little more doing. Untie the lines and point the boat to sea. Apply wind, sky, and northern latitudes. Withhold sleep and top off the hydraulic and fuel tanks. Then bring on the salmon. Won't ever be like new, but it'll fish. So I have another kind of serious one, but I don't want to fool you that I'm like a serious person, because I'm not totally serious. So I'm going to just kind of switch gears and um, I'm going to read this poem that my, um, my child wrote when they were nine. Rubus is now 11, and um, I asked their permission to read this. We collaborated on it a little bit, but mostly it was written by my kid. Um, kind of the cadence comes from a children's book that we read a lot. But um, my, I'm lucky enough to have my kids fish with me, and the biggest... Um, pleasure and challenge of my life is how to mix the two worlds of being a mother and being a fisherman. Um, and I was lucky enough on this trip to have my son 
come meet me here. He lives in Bellingham. He's grown and tall and a man. Um, and he drove all the way here to meet me. And um, so that was lovely. He stayed for my set last night, but I think he disappeared so I can talk about him a little more <laughs> now um, without him blushing too much. But um, anyway, Rubus is my 11-year-old, and um, they wrote this. It's called Boat Kids. Out on deck, every set, they're ready. Head on, gloves on, boots on, working steady. Picking fish, getting splashed, and it's blowing west 20. They don't care because they want their money. Hold the flashlight, run for tools, run the hydros sometimes. Tie it up, let it go. Yeehaw, grab the line. Watch a nine-year-old outwork grown men. They'll show you how it's done and be in bed by 10. <laughs> one kid on corks, one kid on leads. They make it look easy, because it is, they said. Sriracha on their carrots, Legos out, work done. Swimming every day at sunset in the sun. high maintenance like is that what happens when you're a musician you just get to be high maintenance you got to move everything around well the thing about a ukulele is that it's a great boat instrument I just started playing uh, three or four years ago um, because this is the perfect size instrument to fit on a boat and um, I started out playing like this like two chord songs and it drove my deckhands crazy, but it was really just kind of soothing before openers to have like music right here, like a, an instrument, like it's right here by your heart and it makes you feel more calm. Like sometimes in Bristol Bay, right before we, you know, we're making the opening set and there's boats everywhere and you've got to find your spot and, you know, it's, it's tense. You're like trying to stay right on top of the fish and I would just play, I would play this song. So I, I modified the words a little bit, and we changed it to Nushagak Saka, show me the way. Nushagak Saka, got something to say. Look you in the eye, fish don't lie. Nushagak Saka, voodoo, 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 voodoo. Fish old friend, fish I'd say. You're the best fish that ever laid an egg. Sometimes with that um, and I, I would just to see if I could get my son to roll his eyes but he's not here so I won't do that I'll just um, go into the 
the song that I wrote. This is the first song that I wrote. I've mostly just played other people's songs, but then coming here, I thought I would give it a try. Um, and this is called Set the Net. So a little background on, um, on this song. I wrote a couple of lines to it a couple of years ago, and then um, I just, this little piece of paper turned up in a, one of the 12 different journals that I have. Um, and it was just like these lines to this country song. And this winter has kind of been like a country song to me because um, my mom died and my Subaru died and my computer died and like lots of trouble. And I was like, man, it's kind of, my life is kind of like a country song. So um, I figured I'd better just write one. Um, it's not quite a country song, but it is about when everything is going wrong on the boat. And then you just go fishing anyway. Right. So just bear with my, like, uh, it's a hard act to follow. Like, all these professional musicians, like, uh, you know, I'm a greenhorn. So just, yeah, you got this. Okay.
awesome. I appreciate it. That was Fisher poet Megan Jervis, recorded at the 1015 Theater in Astoria, Oregon, on Saturday, February 25th, 2023. Well, that's it. This one's in the tote. The Fisher Poetry Podcast is written and produced by Brad Wartman. The theme music for this episode is courtesy of Mark Allen Lovewell and Molly Canole. If you'd like to appear on or have comments about the show, please send an email to the Fisher Poetry Archive at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to haul the latest episodes into your net. The Fisher Poetry Podcast is available via our podcast host, Spotify, as well as Apple, Google, and Amazon. You can listen to our other podcast episodes, watch our YouTube videos, and join our community by going to thefisherpoetryarchive.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. Come all young sailormen, listen to me. I'll sing you a song of the fish in the sea. Blow you winds westerly, westerly blow. We're bound to the southern, so steady she goes. 